0: So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance. Grab yourself your faith cup of tea and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. I am so stoked to introduce you to Erin Bruce, who is the creator of Seasonal Soul. And Erin is joining us by way of Ireland, but she is a Pacific Northwester from Seattle area. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so happy to see you and be here and talk to everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited too. And we haven't talked since earlier this year before you made your move, um, you and your family. And before we recorded, you were just sharing how um, just around transitions and yes. adjusting. Yeah. So share more about that and how it's been for you. Yeah, well,
1: it, um, of course, being someone who writes about the seasons and is really interested in the seasonal energy, I have been thinking more and more recently as I've been going through these big transitions in my life, thinking about how We have these different seasons of our lives that we go through. You know, you have a season when you might be in college or a season when you're a young parent or a season when you're starting a new career. And so this season for me has been all about moving, relocating my family internationally and everything that, Comes along with that, the blessings and the struggles. And um, yeah, it's been a really amazing, eye opening experience for us that I just feel so grateful to have be able to have this experience of living internationally in a different culture, um, to have my kids experience living in a different culture. Um, especially at this time when there's just so much happening politically, it feels really, really great to be in a different place, to have a different perspective. Um, yeah, so that that's is what we are doing.
0: actually. Yeah, especially if you're kind of like, because there's so much happening in the U.S. and in general, and so the fact that you're kind of plucked out in a way and able to see a bigger perspective, that's actually really... Awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's really interesting too. One thing I've learned about the Irish is they have no qualms about talking politics, which is so different, I think, in the United States. It's um, despite the <laughs> deep feelings. Yeah, the deep feelings that everybody has about it. We feel all polite and nobody wants to ask about it. And it's a topic that we want to avoid. But here in Ireland, they'll just say, oh, you're American, huh? What do you think about Trump? let it out jarring but also so refreshing you know Mm -hmm. because then you can really i've had some of the most interesting conversations that i just you just would never have unfortunately i think we need more of that in the united states so i agree it's been really refreshing
0: yeah i mean it's such a charged topic that i think I don't know. It'll, I think it would help us to be more open-minded. And at the same time, if Absolutely. I'm in a heated conversation, I don't want to hear the other side yet. You know what right? I mean? <laughs> Let's yes. be real. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that is true. That is true. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, well, we are in fall, autumn, and I'm guessing it's the same for Ireland. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um,
1: it's actually very similar to Seattle. Yeah. Which has been Great. Yeah. It's been, I think a lot of people struggle moving to Ireland in the same way that people struggle moving to the Pacific Northwest. And for us, it's been kind of seamless because it's very similar.
0: Mm. Yeah. So we were talking about how, um, well, with fall, it's all about transitions and changing of the seasons. Um, Yes. And so... And then just around your transition into Ireland, and then you are coming back to Seattle um, in the yes. near future <laughs> down the road. Yes. Um, but like, yeah, just how with seasons, it just, it's not just the weather, like there's just so many layers to yes. it and how it's reflecting in our own lives. But um, we can totally, let's dive in and talk about like actual seasons, right? Because that's yeah. the, okay. that the main foundation. Yeah. Yeah, so why is it important to talk about seasons?
1: Um, well, I'm really glad that you asked that. Um, it is <laughs> so important because, you know, I think a lot of times we try, we think of ourselves as separate from nature, But yet, you know, as human beings, we are animals and we are a part of nature and we are influenced by the natural energy, just like the trees, just like the animals that are hibernating. Everything that exists in nature is affected by the changing seasons and we are not separate from that. So, um, but we like to think that we are. And Mm -hmm. so very often, and in our modern day society, we're expected to operate at the same level and do the same things, regardless of what time of year it is. But because we're so heavily influenced by the seasonal energy, that really goes against some of our natural rhythms. And so things like as we move into winter, we start talking a lot about the reduced sunlight and seasonal affective disorder, which I know has a lot of um, causes. But I think one of the biggest things is that people are experiencing this, um, it's this juxtaposition between what is expected of us and what the seasonal energy is how the seasonal energy is influencing us so as the days get shorter and colder and it's a natural time to move inward and so naturally we want to slow down we want to sleep more we want to rest more but our modern society doesn't um allow us to do that. And so I think a lot of the struggles that people face at this time of year is because they're not allowed to live in the natural rhythms. Mm -hmm. And so you're fighting against yourself uh, and your natural energy levels by trying to maintain this energy level that is not natural in winter. Mm -hmm. And so in my work, I really want to help people understand the seasonal energy so that we have a better understanding of, um, the expectations that we put on ourselves and, um, just the work that we should be doing and the personal growth work is so different. You know, the things that we can be working on in, um, winter is so different from the things that we can be working on and the ways that we can be growing in summer. And so if we have a greater understanding of that, then we can really access the seasonal energy in the same way that the trees and the flowers and everything do. And then we can also grow and flourish um, when we are functioning with the seasonal energy instead of going against it.
0: Mm, I love that. Especially like, I mean, this probably won't change, but back to school, I always think it's like, it starts in the fall. Like, it's like this fresh energy when really we should be gearing down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but also I do think there is this natural, in the fall when we're moving into the autumn equinox, there is this influx of energy because we are changing seasons, that there mm. is this kind of natural, like new beginning. Cause we're shifting mm. from one type of energy to another type of energy and your spirit can kind of feel that and sort of gets excited about like the changes that are coming. Oh, so even good. though it is this like moving inward, it is still this like, rejuvenating energy because because it's a shift summer is a season of so much outward focused energy that by the end of summer your spirit really can be quite exhausted. Mm -hmm. And so then when the autumn equinox rolls around and we start moving into fall and we start having this awareness of like this inward season coming, it feels like, yes, like I want to do all these things and use this new energy in a different way.
0: I like that. And then that's why like the pumpkin spice because we can all like (laughs) Go inward with our, you know, our warm drinks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think autumn too is such
1: a sensory season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's so, I mean, all the seasons have their own senses that go along with it. But autumn is just really like, it's colorful. You can feel it in the air. Like it just influences so many senses.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it
1: really like it helps like. Tingle that excitement, mm.
0: yeah. And like, what's your favorite? Like, I think I know what your favorite season is. but. Well, I
1: usually always say it's autumn. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> really,
1: like every time the seasons change, I I get this feeling of like, oh yeah, I love winter because of this, this, and this, and like, oh yeah, I love
0: spring. So yeah, I understand. All great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what brought you to actually like starting this work? Was there anything in your life that was like, you know, I'm done. I'm going to create like a a more like cohesive way of connecting and living.
1: Yeah. So, um, I had, um, I, I've always been someone who considered myself spiritual, but not religious. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I started coming to this place around the time of my 40th birthday. I started coming to this place of feeling like, what does that actually mean? (laughs) And like, is it just kind of a, a, you know, like, is it just a dismissive way of, you know, like, I didn't really feel like I had any meat to go along with. That like it's easy enough to say that you're a spiritual person, um, but I was really feeling like I needed some sort of practice to go along with that. And I have two kids, and they were kind of getting older, and I was feeling like it felt like important to me that I help them create some kind of spiritual practice, some sort of foundation um, for themselves. And I just had always really, really been drawn to the seasons and the um, Celtic and like Wiccan holidays. And it always felt, I always related so much more to the seasonal based celebrations than like the Christian based celebrations. Mm -hmm. So even when I was a kid, I felt like Christmas just didn't really like I loved Christmas for the presents <laughs> but in terms of like any kind of like deep meaning. I didn't really connect to it. Whereas you take, you know, the winter solstice and the holidays that have been created around the time of the winter solstice, they just make so much more sense to me. They're so, you know, they just seem so concrete. It's so understandable what people are celebrating at that time of year. So so I was feeling all of these things and wanting to help my kids create this spiritual practice and being at this place where I was turning 40 and feeling like, what am I gonna do with my life? I wasn't feeling satisfied with the career that I was working and it just felt like everything just sort of aligned to create this um, this website. It started as a personal blog and has just kind of morphed into um, my business and, um, yeah, I, I, as I've done more of this work, it's been fascinating to me to see, because at first when I started this work, I was really interested in like learning simple rituals. To celebrate these seasonal days. And then it really quickly started to become clear to me and really fascinating about how the seasonal energy influences us on a much deeper level. Mm. Yeah. So it's taken on this whole like personal growth component that I didn't anticipate when I
0: first started. Oh, yeah. So what what were you like? What were some of the insights and the the deeper work that was popping up?
1: Well, you know, a lot of what I was talking about before, just about how it just became really clear how I started to see how I've always been interested in personal growth Mm -hmm. and personal growth work and self-help books. Mm -hmm. And that is a realm that I think really quickly becomes very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like if you want to dive into your own personal growth work, it's hard to work out what, where you should focus your energy. You know, should I be doing this or should I be doing that? And everybody has like different ideas about the work that you could be doing to grow and evolve and all of it is valid but I started to see how when you connect that personal growth work with the seasons it gives you some clarity about how like okay this isn't the season for pushing myself out into the world this is the season for doing internal work and this is the season since we're in autumn like this specifically is the season for looking at what are the ways that we're holding ourselves back and how can we start to let go of those things Mm. so that we can continue this growth and evolution process through the winter and into next spring.
0: Mm. So It
1: was really cool to start to have some focus and Mm -hmm. help, you know, kind of um, just gain some clarity and kind of weed out all of these really overwhelming ideas of where to be focusing your personal growth work.
0: Mm, I love that. And so the fact that we're in autumn, what are some of the rituals that we can start doing to kind of invite that work in?
1: Well, um, this is a really powerful time. Like I said, to be looking at what you are ready to let go of. Mm -hmm. So, when you look at the wheel of the year, it's really beautiful how everything flows from one season to the next. So we've gone through this whole time of growth. Um, and I always say this is happening, whether you recognize it or not, like Mm -hmm. it's easy, I think for us to be like, well, I haven't been growing, nothing has changed, but you have. <laughs> You've had experiences over summer that you have grown from and learned from and then now as we move into fall those experiences help us to see what are the ways that I'm holding myself back? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? What are the false limiting beliefs that mm. I carry? And this is a part of now that the This is a part of looking at our own darkness and shadows, which is also seasonally relevant because we're moving into this dark time of year and the energy is shifting inward. And so likewise, we are shifting our focus inward. And so it's a really powerful time to be looking within ourselves and looking at those parts of our lives that we feel unsatisfied with, the parts of our lives that we wish were stronger or different in some ways, and then really digging into those places, doing the hard inner work of recognizing what are the stories I tell myself about this part of my life? And very often you'll start to recognize that you are telling yourself some story that probably isn't even true. That's mm-hmm. just a story that you've repeated over and over that maybe someone told you at some point in your life who doesn't even matter <laughs> and isn't even a part of your life anymore. And it was never true to begin with, but somehow you internalized this and now you are allowing it to Hold you back in some way. Mm, Yeah. So, um, so a lot of the work that I do this time of year, um, is all about that different ways that we can be looking at our own internal stories and darknesses and things that we kind of don't want to see about ourselves and how are those holding, holding us back and then doing rituals and work around letting those things go. Once you know what the stories are that you're telling yourself, then you can do work around letting those go. And like one concrete ritual that you can incorporate into your life is to actually like, if you tell yourself, if money is an area in your life that you struggle with. But you start to discover that deep down, you actually have all of these stories about how money is bad and money Mm -hmm. is evil. And you can actually take that story money is evil and turn it into money is a blessing and I can do so many wonderful things with money in my life and write that down everywhere in your house write it so you can see it in the morning at night every time you have one of those stories come up repeat to yourself the new story Mm -hmm. and eventually that will just be come internalized and um you will have changed that story and let go of that unconscious way that you are limiting yourself.
0: I love that. I love that how like just utilizing the changing of the season, especially as we're heading, well, we're already in fall, but like it's still, we're in transition. And so I love that analogy. It's just so beautiful and really relevant and practical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, like I was saying, it
1: also is so great because you can clear your mind of all the other things that you feel like you should be doing. (laughs) Just Focus on this one part of your life. And then as we move through the year, what we're focusing on will morph into, you know, then after you do this work of letting these stories go, then comes the work of like, creating new stories and what like new things are going to emerge in place of these things that you've let go. And then in spring, we start doing the work of planting new seeds and what new things can we grow in those places and focus on that work later. You don't have to Mm -hmm. think about that right now.
0: Mm, That's good. Yeah. Cause it's like, It's true. Like, we all want to do it all at once. Yeah. Have it all figured out. And that's not really... Well, nature has it figured out. Like, follow nature. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And then we were talking... Watch what nature's doing. (laughs) Yeah. Watch (laughs) what what nature's
1: nature's doing. doing,
0: Do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And how, like... I just loved how, like, when we were talking um, and just taking it, like, using this seasonal, like all the transition and all like new beginnings and whatnot as like a template and bring it into like just the season of our own lives. Um And it feels like when you were sharing how when you were 40, like when you turned 40, like what am I going to do? And that was like a whole transitional for you. Yes. Like that was a season. So eight, yes. like not to say age, but like our lives as we, you know, get more yeah. older, like, you know, it's. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And it's interesting too,
1: as I've been thinking more about this idea about having seasons in our lives, it's been interesting to see how that also gets laid over this season, this seasonal, this literal seasonal energy, because mm-hmm. like one thing that I've been find myself coming back to a lot lately um, is I have been confronting this like idea of aging, um, which is interesting that you bring that up. Um, and realizing that I'm in this season of my life when I'm starting to recognize that I'm getting older and like all the thoughts that start to come up around aging. And so interesting to recognize that, and I don't think it's coincidental that these thoughts are starting to formulate in autumn, which is a time of like things getting older and things aging and like things starting to, you know, die away. Um, so it, so it's just this time of like confronting this physical aspect of things aging and interesting how it's also something that's been coming up in my mind mm. recently.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And also like I've been I've been reading like all these books around like just talking about aging for a second to like not buy into that culture that as we get older we're gonna get sicker and all (laughs) rickety. Like that's just BS, right? Yes. (laughs) I would like like we're just more we're just wiser, you know, we just have more knowledge and wisdom and experience.
1: Yes. And take better care of ourselves and yeah, I feel like I'm actually getting healthier. As Good.
0: Getting older. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we're just wiser, eating better. I don't know, looking yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So that's an old paradigm that's ready to die getting away. To yes. <laughs> we'll let that go.
0: Let that go. <laughs> Do you think um, that as women, we are more in tune with? like just seasons and transitions? Or do you think like, sometimes I think because women are more cyclical because we have our own, well, that's not true. Mm -hmm. Like we have our own like menstrual cycle and all that. Right. But then men have their own cycle. It's just, right. they run on a 24 hour clock. (laughs) Yeah. You run on 28 days, but um, I don't know. I was just thinking as you were talking, because you know, with women, we go through menopause as well and men don't really. Maybe it yeah. was menopause. I don't must know. must be
1: something that they, yeah.
0: um,
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you ask that. I mean, I think anecdot- anecdotally, there's things like primarily my readers are women, you know, and all of my clients are women. And I think in general, women are more... This is such a like terrible generalization, but I do feel like women are more um, open to doing this personal growth work. And I think a big part of that is that women are more encouraged or it's like more allowed for women to explore stuff like this. So um, I don't know if, I don't know what I think about I do think that men in our culture are – have a greater – there's more pressure on them Mm -hmm. to be, you know, this masculine energy. Yeah, Yeah, this, like, very yang masculine energy. And women are more encouraged to – like, we're allowed to kind of have both. Mm. And so – I do think that um, probably women are more connected to this idea of this kind of like yin and yang and this like inward and outward energy, which is such a um, vital component of the seasonal energy. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that there are ways that women are more...
0: In tune only because yeah, yeah only because yeah. it's just culturally right. But yeah, I think it's more is. like
1: socially acceptable.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully that well is changing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do your because you have two sons, right? You have two. Boys. I have a
1: son, an older son, and a younger daughter.
0: Oh, you do? Why did yeah. I think? <laughs> yeah. I <knew> that. <laughs> does your son like? Does he is he ever interested in like the work that you do?
1: Um, yeah, I would say he is. My daughter for sure is. Like, she was born a little witch- witchy woman. Um, <laughs> uh. But yeah, I would say my son is. And that's a component of my work. I want to find ways that are fun and engaging for kids to mm-hmm. be involved in this work. And um, I am always surprised because he's 14. He's a teenager now. And so... Um, I think there's a lot of ways in which he could think this kind of stuff is not cool. But my kids love it when Mm. like, we light candles. And um, we have a ritual that we've done a couple years at the winter solstice, which is all about like, turning off all the lights in the house to really experience this like dark time of year. And they both love it. Like even as a teenager, he's like running around the house. And so I think it's cool. I think that there is something about some of this like seasonal work and like the making, making, observing the seasons fun. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really beautiful how I feel like there's some things that we've done that actually allow him to like be a kid. Cause Mm -hmm. 14 is such this funny age. Like you still kind of want to be a kid, but there's this pressure to be like a cool teenager. And so it's always fun to find ways that he can still really like just be a kid. Yeah. And like in the fall, we do this activity where we go collect um, leaves and nuts and just kind of anything that is falling and that's seasonal. And then we make um, faces out of them. Oh, it is so fun! Yeah, and it's so great, and it's really fun to see how he's just totally into it, like foraging for materials and doing, you know, like this whole art project.
0: Oh, that is so! You're yeah. such a cool mom. Like, oh, <laughs> I love that you were saying turning off all the lights and like that would be so fun. Like, <laughs> <that'd be> fun <laughs> now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember when we were talking like over the summer, um, or we were close to summer, you're like, yeah, I just want my kids to be bored for the summer. Oh, (laughs) I was like, that is very true. Like, cause in the summertime kids get bored. (laughs)
1: Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. I definitely, I never subscribed to over scheduling my kids.
0: Yeah. And it just,
1: you know, we can just give ourselves all breaks as Mm -hmm. parents. It's like good for the kids to be bored. It's good for the parents to not have to entertain them or drive them around everywhere. Like let's just take that pressure off of ourselves, off of our kids and off of ourselves.
0: Yeah. So good. Yeah. So yeah. Good. So how does your um like working with you work? Like you have a membership program. Is that right? Yeah. So I have a subscription,
1: a monthly subscription. Um, and it um it's aligned with the moon cycle.
0: Mm,
1: So every cycle, yeah, every new moon, you get a new monthly guidebook that has an overview of, um, what the seasonal energy is, what's happening in nature, how that is, you know, affecting, um, our spirits and our lives. And then it has, um, Journal questions, I really use, I really am a big believer that journaling is such a huge component of um, personal growth and accessing some of those, like, inner parts of ourselves. Um, So each month comes with journal questions and tarot spreads and simple, really, really simple rituals that you can do um, to celebrate the moon cycle and celebrate whatever seasonal
0: celebrations are happening that month. I love that. That is such a great way to really connect. And not just like with what you were saying, like with nature, like it's not separate from us, right? And it's like, especially looking at the moon, it's it's in us as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, incredible. So how can people find your work? Um, they can find me at theseasonalsoul.com
1: and I am in all the social places at the as the seasonal soul. So you can look me up on Facebook or Instagram.
0: Awesome. And I'll I'll include links in the show notes as always. Great. Yeah, it was such a pleasure talking to you and seeing you. Oh, you too.
1: I just loved, I just loved it. I loved this conversation and I really love the work that you're doing. I think everybody should go listen to all your past
0: episodes. (laughs) Thank you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's so much great things and I'm really in awe of the community that you are able to bring together. Just so many interesting, beautiful people.
0: Aw, oh, thank you so much. You're Yay. Welcome. All right, everybody, check out Erin's work and stay tuned for our next episode every Monday and sometimes Thursdays. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support, and take part in our five-day Inner Confidence Challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership. Details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.